You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Van Chapman. <coughs> Pogues, did you hear that? Yes. That was the confetti for our 100th episode. It, uh, well, okay, well, now, now that I just did that, it does make it seem like confetti is a bad thing to do on a podcast episode. Yes, yeah, it's, it's probably not the best choice. But you heard it, and the audience heard it, and I guess that's what matters. We're celebrating, all right? Like, we're celebrating our 100th episode. Pogues and I have sat down and watched a hundred of these comic book fi- comic book to film adaptations. And liked about uh, 15 of them. Yes, we've we've analyzed a uh, hundred bad, uh, poorly paced origin stories. We've uh, we've commented on Nicolas Cage's acting style at least three times. Um, <laughs> we've it just disturbed been, me now that I think about it. Yeah, we've uh, we've been through a lot, uh, and so we're excited to return for an incredible film, a film that I was really excited to do because boy. Did it have the potential to be an excellent episode right up until the moment that I saw duck-based nudity. And then I realized that I was going to be a great podcast episode. Horrible mistake. So So to that, I have... You realize in the first five seconds. (laughs) To that reason, I have put together a dream team of guests from former episodes to come join me on this podcast and announce right now why they are renouncing friendship with me for life and because i made them watch howard the duck and one of these guests is going to be real bad if they renounce friendship with you that one's going to be rough and we'll try and get it on the recording uh and i want to apologize for everyone that i I wasted uh what was it and 110 minutes of their life Uh, this was this was (laughs) so long so i brought i brought on uh two all-stars here uh with more to come and uh first up uh i've got I've got my uh, my wife and uh, a life co-host, if you will, uh, Sarah Brunkhorst. Are you sure about that? <laughs> I am not totally sure about that. Um, I think she would, if she was your life coach, she we would have come to her with this idea to be like, Pogues wants to watch a bunch of comic book movies, and she would have been like, no. <laughs> I'm cool with that part. I'm not cool with this fucking duck situation. <laughs> Sarah has been on eight episodes and I think watched three times that much as I've been forced to watch them and then later record, leaving her upstairs to just boil in anger alone. But uh, I'm also not going to have her be on this podcast alone because I have brought a podcast all-star from way back in the early days of the podcast. My it's man. It's been, been too long since he's been on. Uh, true. Uh, and that, that person is Seth Cromick. Hello. Seth, do you know Hello. that you were Still on our, as understated our, as ever. <laughs> do you know that you were on our seventh episode? Seventh. Uh, that was the Batman the Batman one, right? That's correct. That was Batman Begins. And this this, yeah. this may be a bad sign for our podcast, but that still contains crew. one of my favorite bits. When we talk about what would be in our fear boxes, I that, that, that <laughs> bit still makes me laugh. It's hard. It's, uh, yeah. it's sad to know I peaked at episode seven, I guess, and we've just been yeah. ninety-three episodes of just begrudgingly following along. Uh, well, and the real tragedy of that seventh episode is that it was, uh, it we did that episode because we lost the original episode that the three of us had recorded, the Spider-Man episode. So yeah, yeah, that was, was uh, early on. There was a lot of mistakes. Now there's just always mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> now the mistakes but, uh, are just no, part I'm, of our charm. I'm I'm definitely uh, happy to 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 be here on your uh, hundredth episode. It's it's insane. 
Uh, there's there's so many bad comic book movies out yes. there. Yes. Yeah, th- uh, it does feel like the scale tips one direction. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's not evenly weighted. I did the math, and and we have we have a long road ahead of us. So uh, uh, this podcast uh, has actually stretched back. We talked about this in the minisode to um, late 2015. That was our first episode. Um, and yeah. Uh, yeah, Seth, you were on uh, number seven, and Sarah, you followed a number eight, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World was that early of an episode? Yes, it was. Yeah, number eight. Uh, that is and I didn't realize how fitting it was to be on this episode with Seth. Not only are we ginger S's. Um, wow, you just doubled down on that from pre-podcast. Yeah. That's all Sarah. That's not me. I didn't agree to um, this. I didn't realize that you did Batman. I did the other two Batman movies. Okay. So, yeah, look at that. We're staying in the same circles then. Mm-hmm. We, I, I would argue that I've, I've been able to, well, I don't know. The Swamp Thing movie was pretty rough too. Mm. Yeah. But uh, I like Josie and the Pussycats. I was on that one as well. So yes, uh, mostly good, mostly good movies. But this this movie, boys and girls, this movie we we saved this movie because you know it was the first Marvel movie. It sort of has a place in history as being a terrible the movie. Worst. We we talked about it in the mini episode. This movie did so poorly that it actually created Pixar Studios because George Lucas had to sell part of ILM to make up for the loss of this movie. So he sold part of ILM to Apple to create Pixar. So it's like, this movie is legendary. And I thought, you know, I'd seen like clips of it. I was really expecting something much different than what we got. Yeah, I I too had seen lots of pop culture references to it. I expected like a... I expected like a lots of lots of obnoxious jokes, lots of uh, inappropriate jokes, lots of sort of like loose, uh, edgy humor. I didn't realize that I was set up for no humor. I, I didn't know that there was not even going to be a, an attempt at jokes. Oh, there's, or some kind there's of... an attempt, but it's by two people who are unfamiliar with what the word comedy or humor is. The, the jokes uh, so in let... this are just like people going, huh? Huh? Like... Yeah, there's a lot of like turn into the camera, mm-hmm. you know, type type humor of like, you know, and then lots and lots of slapstick. and Lots uh, of duck it's buns. A, puns i have in my notes i just have the word puns in all capitals at the beginning (laughs) in the first five minutes when it's like everything is a duck pun like even the posters in his they're all like earth versions of things like it's wc foul instead of wc fields i started making a, a list of how many duck puns were in the movie and I got to 32 before I quit counting, which was about 40 minutes into the movie. <laughs> 20 of those are in the first 10 minutes before he's teleported to Earth. Good. That would yep. have been God. fine with me. That would have been delightful. If they had been if, better? <laughs> and, sure. Whatever. If anyone had made any attempt at acting Real quick though, at all. Just to play off what you and pose are saying one of those references is in indiana jones uh aside oh, I, that's i do not that like says that, that says weird. breeders of the last stork and i'm profoundly confused because stork is funny i get that yeah why breeders i know are ducks I, that's it's rabbits that fuck a lot not ducks i don't understand because storks you know are associated with babies or whatever but that joke doesn't work. It works about as well as the 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 sushi diner that comes up later that that is never explained. I, but I I'm getting like ahead those, of myself. Those are like the jokes. Like they were like, what if they go to a diner, but like it's a redneck diner 
but all they serve that is has sushi. sushi. Yeah, and everybody's wearing really Cajun sushi, like no, 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 rising no. sun headbands. That, that place exists in Cleveland. Uh, oh, yes. it, it, it may exist in Cleveland. But, uh, you, but you, you should know when we say Cleveland, we're putting it in quotes because there's palm trees everywhere. It's clearly not Cleveland. People appear like, to be mildly happy, so we know it's not Cleveland. It's like well, Wayne's they World got the dress code down. <laughs> all, all, all the all the murderous punks. Yeah, it looks like. Uh... <laughs> my my favorite thing about the, the all the people dressed as like punks when he arrives. There's so many people dressed like punks. And they're going to like this biker bar where there's like some eighties pop music being played. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like eighties synth wave playing yeah. at this like rough and tumble. And, and like biker a place bar. where like the sex pistols are gonna go on next. Like it's supposed to be like this punk biker bar, and instead you just walk in and it's like a hair band. Just but dream everyone's pop also playing. dressed like a solar baby. Yes. <laughs> oh god. I feel like there might have been some crossover. Yeah, I do so, love that Hollywood doesn't have a working knowledge of what rock music is. They're just like, all right, we'll dress them in fishnets and spikes, and they'll kind of look like either a goth or a mod or a punk, and then they'll just like sing a Whitney Houston song. And I'm like, wait, what's happening? Yeah, so the movie starts on the duck. Maybe we should kind of set it up. Sure, absolutely. The, yeah, yeah, we need for somebody to get lost in this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a lot going set, on. Set this guy's scene. a good co-host. <laughs> yeah, he replaced just, me. Uh, the, the, uh, there's all the duck puns, and then uh, there's duck nudity, which was just Here's, not necessary uh, the, and weird. The thing that got me about the duck nudity is it starts with him opening up like his brown bag of play foul or whatever the hell it was called the the, the lazy you, was right? that I don't, play no, duck. I don't, I don't play know. duck yeah it was just like whatever the laziest version playbill would have been funny because it would have been like a double <laughs> word play oh yeah two for one yeah and he's Great like joke. oh let's see who they interviewed and then he pulls out the centerfold and it's like the shot is the centerfold it's like a like an insert shot from behind him of what he's looking at and it's just straight up duck boobies which Leads to a lot of questions. Ducks don't have boobies because they're not mammals. Nope. Yeah. But then I was like, wow, that's really weird. But what? 30 seconds later, they double down with, they're like, in case you missed them, here's a still shot of a woman in a bathtub singing a song where she's like, I'm in love. No, she was masturbating. Yeah, Sarah made this accusation and I refuse to rewind. She had to have been. You guys, you guys talk he, amongst yourselves while I, while I go. I'm gonna go look at something unrelated. Pogues, Her hand Pogues will was join the podcast in about 20 minutes. Up and down under the bubbles. I Wait, Pogues, not. Sorry. Or, or no, she had a hand actually. You are saying that she was quackstrebating. That's yes, what you saw. She was quackstrebating. Oh my god. Quackster- no. No. <laughs> she was ducking. No. Hey, hey guys, hey guys, 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 guys. Yeah, yeah. She was ducking herself. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's what my phone would say. Um, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> dig it up and post it because when I was looking up, uh, when I was looking up stuff for this film, I stumbled upon uh, some behind-the-scenes photo, and one of them is two tech guys surrounding the person in the new duck costume, all giving the thumbs up, and it's profoundly upsetting. <laughs> it is really, it is, really, two, a bunch of guys standing around a naked duck mannequin was upsetting. <laughs> Yeah, well, it seems like the, there's, a, there's somebody in the costume. It's somebody wearing yeah. a new duck costume that had like I imagine that person had to sit there with these fake 
duck breasts and and stand there and like and like and pretend to masturbate and sip a coffee and then as they prepare for their scene where they're gonna quackstrobate on camera which was in their contract it said quackstrobate so i could you oh, imagine that that's like that's one of your bills like you go to apply <laughs> you go to apply did not did not mean for that bit to happen Oh, one of your bills, huh? Could you imagine though, like you're going for a commercial, like you, you're like reading to be like in a Toyota commercial, and they're like, "Well, what previous experience you had?" And you're like, "Well, I was masturbating duck in Howard the Duck." <laughs> well, I was in a uh, uh, a performance of Midsummer, of course, uh, Midsummer Night's Dream, and uh, I, I did a couple of uh, smaller local performances. At Juilliard, I was uh, quack, quackstrobating duck in. Uh, oh, and, sorry, could you, you say that again? <laughs> could you, could you uh, yeah, I did. Uh, so there was a lot of puns and uh, I did kind of like the um, sort of uh, interdimensional cable that we got for a minute when he's watching TV and he's going through all the different commercials. Yeah, but it's like the worst of ex- version of interdimensional no. cable. Oh, totally. It was for, that had one of the only jokes that I laughed at, which was when he cuts to the medical drama, there was a body on the table, there's a doctor duck frantically trying to stop blood coming out and there's a there's a female duck grabbing onto him being like i love you and he's like but but (laughs) he actually says at the very end he goes he's dead (laughs) like that's the last line before he turns and i was like whoa that's a real quick hope yeah i i gotta say i just i queued it back up because my rental is not expired and uh she is not masturbating she is getting ready to masturbate though she is rubbing her thigh and her hand is she is it is moving up there. Oh, it was... I think once he goes through the wall, she's like... I mean, we don't know... I don't know what duck ana- anatomy looks like. Do you? All right, well, well, yeah, I do. Just, they have tits. I just saw them. <laughs> just, so we, just so we can move on, I'm going to go ahead and update it. So, pre quackstrobating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put in... Uh, for, for, for duck play? I don't know. I'm, I'm making his lazy play. puns as... Four quack? Did, I don't know. Did, I, think, did, I think you guys are putting too much effort into these th- for them to be puns for this movie. Right, because they don't have good bits to deliver from any of the stuff. There's, Some of the puns are them just saying, you're a duck, and they think that's like a bit. Like, it, No, yeah. it has to be wordplay. I did like that the Earth was egg, or well, the duck planet was egg-shaped yep. as he's like flying through space on his couch. I mean, just ignoring all that, I just I kind of noticed that. Yeah, uh, I, I, there, it cuts away pretty quickly. There's a weird um, thing with eggs in this movie, which makes no sense. Uh, he seems to be afraid of eggs, despite the fact all ducks appear to have become mammals because they got boobies. So I can't imagine they still lay eggs. Yeah. Yeah. And it really, that's what ruined the whole movie for me. I was in it all the way till that scene, <laughs> and then I was then like, "Well, these you. ducks are mammals." Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know, because isn't the poster him bursting out of an yes. egg? Mm-hmm. Yeah, With a cigar. But I'm just, then why do they got them boobies? Did, did you guys watch Maybe the trailer for this movie? Boobies? I didn't, no. Is it, does it shed the, any more light? The trailer for this movie set, like, it over-explains who the Howard, <laughs> Howard the Duck character is. It's like, he's a 27-year-old bachelor. Did you know Howard the Duck was 27? No, I assumed he was tells you. Yeah, yeah, he's 27. 
and it's just the tone of the trailer makes the movie look very different than what it's going to be and there's there's just a constant voiceover through the whole trailer just explaining who Howard the Duck is and like his backstory and just like a bunch of stuff that isn't really in the movie it's really weird it's like i wonder if they cut that trailer together because they knew the movie was so bad so they were like Maybe we'll make the trailer make it look I, like it's gonna be one way. I assume um, that like there had to be people who were like, "This movie makes no sense." Like, who? Oh yeah, who it's a total it mess. And been like, "What the <laughs> fuck is going on in this movie?" And they're like, "Well, we'll make a trailer that'll explain the whole thing." And then they saw the trailer and they were like, "Wait, what the fuck is happening in this movie?" For some reason, when you go to the Howard the Duck IMDb page, there's the Howard the Duck like poster as the main picture and then the second thing appears to be a trailer clip from back to the future with yes. Leah thompson <laughs> i think because they were Which, hoping oh, you'd see yeah. that and be like i liked back to the future <laughs> it yeah, just like makes me think that leah thompson has no self-respect well this movie did establish some degrees of what leah thompson looked into a script saw and nodded her head to I, I or feel like a bad agent. Sure, I'll try to fuck my son. Sure, I, I, I'll try to fuck a duck. I feel like sure, I'll try to fuck a duck should have been in this movie. Uh, I feel like though <laughs> this had to be like a thing. Like she signed on to do Back to the Future, and they were like, ah, "You're not known, so you have to be in two movies, and we just get to pick what like, you have no say." You know, like there's especially in the '80s, there was a lot of contracts like that where people were forced to be in movies they didn't want to be in. Yeah, because. This comes out the year after Back to the Future. Could you imagine following that up soon? one of the largest grossing movies of the, of the, you know, and beloved to be like, now I'm in a thing where I'm I'm gonna flash my tits to a duck. And also, yeah. it might be a Stockholm syndrome thing. I don't know because the year after this, she did marry a man named Howard Deutsch. So maybe <laughs> I I am also Conspiracy. shocked by this. This is the year before some kind of wonderful. Which makes her calling the duck Ducky even more confusing because I thought it was like a thing oh, like yeah. she had been like I was in that Howard he- or John Hughes movie that was the makeup for Pretty in Pink I'm gonna start calling Howard Ducky now it just seems like she was just doing this which is very confusing maybe yeah, that, that's in her contract that nickname She's comes say. up but has no origin she just just starts calling well, him well then the duck starts calling everyone else something like that. like what's oh. the janitor guy's name Filzy like, like, every time he Filzy. said it. I became very upset. I have a note that said, I've never hated a piece of dialogue more than when a man, than when this duck says, Filzy. Every, and he said it the beginning and end of every sentence when addressing Tim Robbins. Like the an, man, Andy, Andy Dufresne. Dufresne. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, knew, I, 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 I was happy to see Tim Robbins because I like him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he definitely... Knowing that he is, you know, in something like the Shawshank Redemption, which is considered one of the best films ever made, and then to know he was also in this, but I can tell he's actually, he's pretty, he's actually trying in this. He's one of the few people who is in the character that was presented to him. He's like, he's trying though, as if like somebody handed him a brown paper bag full of shit and they were like, pretend like this is lunch. Like he's trying his yeah. best, but he's given nothing. Eat it. And in the first four seconds, I was like, I think they got him stoned at the beginning of every take because, yeah. like, he's so mantic when he runs into that room where they're just uh, they just have like a dinosaur's head on a table, and there's like eight guys in suits looking at it. 
yeah that scene made no there was a lot of scenes that made no sense to me yeah. But that was one of them. Like he runs in there. Uh, that, that's character? Tim. That's Tim Robbins from Shawshank Redemption. That's the character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's oh the... never mind. Okay, sorry. Um, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I hate this fucking <laughs> that movie. Was a, yeah, that was our deep cut. Our deep cut reference. Uh, but there's another character uh, that also is trying really hard and may have actually brought some levity to the third act of this movie, which is unfortunate. Because he's a criminal. <laughs> and that's... Well, before we oh, move you mean real-life pedophile? Before we move <laughs> Sorry, on Sarah, to that, what is that? Um, I would like to ask if anyone knows who wrote this movie. Like, oh, me and I Ben know... do. <laughs> me and Ben do. <laughs> we talked about it. Yeah, uh, the writers are a pair that worked and created American Graffiti. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm saying the name wrong, um, but I'm going to say it wrong again anyway because I think it's funny. Uh, it is a pair known as Hyuck and Cats. They are married. A married, married couple wrote this movie. And what so, is his actual last name, folks? You correct me. I, I think it's Hike. Hike, yeah. yeah. Uh, do they hate each other? No, they worked on a ton of George Lucas projects. They were pretty uh, close to him. Uh, uh, American he, Graffiti. He, he also helped write Temple of Doom. Not the best Temple of Doom. Indiana Jones, but certainly not the worst since Crystal Skull exists. Yeah. But like American Graffiti, which is like a much beloved movie, it's crazy. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I guess that's, those are really the only two things they wrote that were really any good. Lucky Lady, I don't know what the fuck this is. Yeah, I mean, those those be the, the big the big the big names on his resume. But is there any record of how much George Lucas had to input into this? Uh, you're wondering how much this is, is a Lucas project and how much is this just him producing, which means basically nothing. Yeah, I think it's Cause... the latter. My understanding was he was contractually obligated by the studio as part of his deal to make Star Wars to make them another movie, and he did this and he took the people he had worked with and were like. You guys, they've got this property. You guys make it. He was going to make it animated, but the studio was like, no, it has to be live action because that's yeah. what your contract is. Tim, uh, <clears throat> Tim Rose is one of the eight actors credited with playing Howard the Duck. Mm-hmm. Tim Rose was uh, Admiral Akbar yeah. in the Star Wars There's series. so many people credited to play the, that guy. Like, there, there is, has to have been someone every like two yeah, hours were they, switching out. Like, were they losing stunt performers? They're just dying in the suit, like trying I, to do. I don't know, but every time I would pause and be like, "Who's this actor?" I'd have to scroll through forty-two people that are like Howard the Duck. I was like, "Is like each eye controlled by a different actor?" <laughs> well, I, I think uh, I, I, I was like going playing. through all their IMDb's, and there's you know some of the some of the people who played Howard the Duck are like stunt actors uh versus like i guess the more like normal like dramatic ones but eight people is a lot it's <laughs> so, so many specialized people. yeah it's like because well, howard did... the duck is such a nuanced like, character like jab in the be... hut took two people like that's a fucking good animatronic <laughs> and that was two people a midget working a tail and another guy or a little person like another guy using the arms and occasionally opening his mouth well, yep. yeah, I mean, when they did the, the, the live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, even there, mm-hmm. there was just four people, four stunt guys in suits, and many of them did the voices to the turtles later on. Yeah, like when yes, they had almost them. dying in those suits, but they yeah, at least yeah. did it. They did it. Yeah. They finished. But, like, I think somebody had to, I think somebody had to just say one of these lame jokes. What the, pro- the, the biggest problem with this movie is I'm trying to pull a bad line that was said in this movie, and they're so forgettable... I can't find one. 
Well, here's, I don't got. I don't have. I, one. I wrote down a couple of just bizarre lines. Uh, one of them is when these two guys are attempting to. You know, a movie a, like a PG. Also, this movie's rated PG, which. This had to be Holy before shit. Temple of Doom created PG-13, but I don't know how you can show duck yeah. boobies and it's not R. But when these two guys attempt to rape Leah Thompson, which is always what you want in this kind of movie, is to start off with, like... Just a nice, fun rape. Yeah, just you know, some just... light, you know, some... Oh, and, and Howard's not even going to help her at first until she calls for help four times. That's his limit. Had she only called three <laughs> times, he would have stayed in that barrel he was in. But when and they then he's him, a real asshole to her oh, yes. after this. But when and they see her, the guy, her... uh, he says, I think I've done too much toot. That's not a name for a drug. I, I heard that, and I was like, toot? And then later, Did say toot? Leah, Leah Thompson says she lives in a real mung hole. I don't know what that <laughs> means either. And I had the you subtitles know. on. I think wanted to say bung hole, but I, it was too close to yeah, don't yeah, being no, a curse. It feels like mung hole is racist i don't know like why but it's and just, we all know we all know this movie did not want to skirt into any questionable territory yeah yeah that's right? I was, yeah so and there's another line i love when they go to the place and it's the the lasers exploded and the one guy runs out and he's like smoking he's like it blew up we have no right to tamper with the universe and then just stumbles off and i was like who is this guy why is he getting this close-up this dialogue i don't know who any of these people are Never see him again. But there's so many. The, the scene where Leah Thompson tries to flirt with Howard is deeply upsetting. It's, that was really uncomfortable. Oh, it's like, so gross. The thing also that made he, me. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, like, um, she's going through his wallet oh. and, like, he has a driver's uh, license. Uh, uh, oh, I know what you're saying. And there's the little teeny tiny condom, but it's, like, he, out of the wrapper. Yes. That was the thing I weird. wrote down was I was like, is he carrying a loose condom? <laughs> would yeah, the, it's so it gross. It would have been hilarious if she had unfurled it and it was like a little like, like teeny cork, tiny corkscrew. corkscrew. That yeah. would have been funny, but it was just a teeny tiny. I, what I thought was like condom. weird was I was why couldn't they have just had it be a condom and just put like a dumb duck pun on it, like instead of Trojan, exactly. like you know the the Trojan duck they could have called it. You know, it would have been yeah. a bit. Trojan would have but it was just that. it was just a loose condom which is like the grossest thing you're also a person who's never had sex if you carry a loose condom in your wallet yeah. it's just so weird it looked like it had been unrolled and then re-rolled you know what yeah I mean? like he thought about he was like i'm gonna get you know what i can't i've got a headache this and is a practice one. This, this practice. Was, he was using it to put it on like a curly banana so he could figure out how to do it he didn't want to look like a fool the first time he's with a lady uh his wallet is profoundly sad and and it leads me to a point about howard the duck which is that i think i think anyone in the audience seeing this movie is trying to figure out why should anyone have any empathy or interest in howard the duck because by his own admission he is a sad, boring failure with no talents, no abilities, and no And he's an asshole. <laughs> he's an asshole. His parents he's wanted not to be a doctor, but he became an advertisement guy. The, 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 he is a madman character. The cigar and some of the stuff they show you about him suggest he's some sort of, like, detective. Yeah, which, which is, or which is like the that. Howard the Duck comic. He is right. a private detective. He does have a, va- uh, like, a really foul mouth. Pun intended. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, but he's like, and he, 
he's like a sort of like a send up of noir is like the joke will be like yeah what's the goofiest way you could tell a noir story in a comic the main character's a duck and nobody else is so i knew i knew that his that like the marvel character he was like a like a private eye type person and i thought like oh he's gonna go to earth and you know solve a crime or something like like something about his skill set in duck his duck universe terms was gonna you know win the hearts and minds of people because you know oh he's weird but he's actually a really good detective nope he's just an asshole yes that gaslights leah thompson through half the movie and a laser blows up and that's it and then they go to a diner for 30 minutes oh, <laughs> every scene in this movie is 15 skipping. minutes too long you're skipping the most important part what's that where as a child a small person in a duck suit i'm not sure he is for he yeah. is forced to get a job at a fuck sauna yes <laughs> oh god that's, yeah that's sarah like you're right i didn't even think about scene. that it's so weird it's so long and so pointless and it's just like a road stop Towards... The, the only thing that's more pointless than that is the weird scene where he goes to the unemployment office. Like, one, how does he know there's an unemployment office? Like, he knows nothing I... about Earth, but he goes to the unemployment office, gives them a, a social security number. It doesn't <laughs> seem like he goes. He is forced to go there. In Cleveland, you have to have a job. Yeah, and then he's forced to go there, and there's this uh, sassy lady working the desk, and she bends over, and was he gonna, like, but was it like was he angry or was he like ooh that's a no that's like a tasty bottom that's a that's a juicy tasty bottom because he kind of has the same reaction (sighs) when leah thompson who is for some reason in her underwear in front of a person she's known for a total of 18 hours and all he did was yell at her she's like let me just strip (laughs) down to my undies and a tank top and i'm gonna bend over in front of this guy I was like, and he's like, ooh, and I was like, oh, Leah Thompson, you're better than this. So much better. But it leads to an important question this movie refuses to answer. Is it weird that he's a duck, or is it not weird that he's a duck? It's, it's like, it, it, yes. there's no consistency in that. There's no answer, because everyone right. acts different. When he's at the, the sauna, punk- no one reacts to him being a duck. The punks that see him are like, ah, someone to rough up. They just treat it like it's... They think that he's a child in a costume. Well, uh, someone does at the bar, but the punks just want to rough him up. By the way, the bouncer thinks he's a child and says, you can't be in here, and then throws him at a brick wall. So, huge question mark there. <laughs> he's a bouncer at a real mung hole, Ben. He's not going to be... But then they go to the museum... Where everyone treats him like he is a pure, solidified mutant, and it's the craziest thing they've ever seen. And then, like, later on, they're at the diner, and everyone's like, what do you want to eat? Like, it's, yeah. it's so inconsistent. Until- well, the waitress, the waitress says, oh, like, I like your costume, or, sure. like, whatever. And that whole, that whole interaction, by that point in the movie, that whole interaction is weird. And then, like, the truckers come over yeah, for like the no extras reason. from Dumb and, and Dumber. Like, Seabass comes over and is like, yeah. what the fuck's with you, duck boy? And I was like, this seems really aggressive for I, these guys. I will say I will say that I don't know if I was just... Because the movie was just going on and on. <laughs> and, and just on. to no point, it, there was no goal. I didn't know what the goal of the characters were. I didn't care about anyone. But the scene where they're sitting there... 
and Howard is getting attacked by all the diners and Leah Thompson is yelling at uh, the guy uh, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, hey, you know, help him, help him. He's my favorite duck. And he just kind of looks up and goes, you hardly know him. Yes. <laughs> and I just thought that was hysterical. Like I, I, that I, legitimately I, made me laugh out loud because, because he like says it like in the sort of alien voice that he's doing, but it was, he was the audience. Yeah. At that I, hate, point I of like, hate to say it. What's his, what's his name? Jeffrey Jones. Yeah. 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 Jeffrey Jones. He brought it. Horrible person. You can separate art from the artist when you're seeing this situation because he is a real life monster. Well, this is before his monster came down, I guess. Theoretically. Theoretically. He he was acting his little heart out. Yeah, because. His tiny little Grinch sized heart. He was an amusing scientist that brought a lot of energy to the, the parts where he showed up about halfway through. But then when he turns, he, when he switches his voice to be the Lord of the Underworld uh, or, or, or the Universe or whatever, Dark, oh dark Overlord of the Universe, just, I, just like, I loved it. What's a, what, I would like to try the voice. What's, Please. What's a, what's a line? It's sort of like give back of the throat. Well, here, here, I'll give you I, I a know, line he actually a line, says. A line okay, to say. Pugs has got one. This is an actual line he says. I want to see if I can They say, uh, I don't remember what the doctor's real name is. Jennings. They say Jennings. And he says, I'm not Jennings. I'm someone else. Doesn't give a name. And he also constantly says, I'm one of the dark overlords. So either one of those two lines. <laughs> I'm one of the dark overlords. I can't. Ben, your turn. Get, get something out. I'm one of the dark overlords. Nope, that was too good. That. that was too low. Yeah, that was too good. I, but also he that. then basically just turns into dark uh, to Darth Vader. And yep. he's just using the force yes. to like fuck everything up Blow and like to break bombs. their kitchen. Yeah. Also, for some reason, I realized like like after a while, like after he became the creature or whatever, he had a really Russian accent. Did you? Th- I, you mentioned that during our watch yeah, of it. He had, I didn't he had hear a distinct, it. Like it wasn't like overt, but it was like if you, it was a distinct Russian accent. So I like to think yeah, he, that his dark overlord <laughs> character. Is Vladimir Putin? Oh, <laughs> I could okay. see Putin walking around saying that in he's the a reboot, dark lord. in the Howard the Duck reboot. Yeah, he comes riding in on a bear. I, but I mean, like, it's insane. He Jennings. They they go to this thing where they're going to send Howard the Duck back. The telescope they've used has like exploded, and Jennings appears to have been rocketed in the explosion into a wall and killed. But nobody seems to want to say he's dead. Howard's reaction to, like, people coming out with third-degree burns and stuff is like, hey, when's this laser going to be fixed so I can go home? <laughs> he has no reaction to the fact that several people are probably dead. Doesn't say, like, where's that Jennings guy who's going to help me? He's just like, hey, dickheads, I got places to be. Fix your fucking laser. He's such but a he's, prick. But that's the problem, folks, is he, if he was a full-on jackass... I could find that endearing. If he comes in with a cigar in his mouth and he's like, "Is fucking laser moving or not? Let's go! Come on, check yeah. it out!" Like that's funnier. I can I can get behind him being like this like curmudgeonly piece of shit. But he's just he's he's nowhere between that. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. He, he doesn't. Ha- the voice I do not like. Well, it's like you know you get like Wolverine or something has that like devil may care attitude, and Deadpool is like really sardonic, and you know these are the kind of characters that I think they were hoping to get, but they landed on none of them. He's not sarcastic. His his 
uh, his appearance in it isn't satirical. They aren't making any kind of comment or commentary no. on society with his presence. And he's not a really big asshole. He just behaves like a like a whiny child, which is not yeah. fun to watch. Oh he, my god! He also it's... is just in co- like. And the thing that's weird is he is like you said. There's no part where you're like, I like Howard the Duck. I want him to succeed. You're the whole time. You're just like, uh, yeah. I don't give a fuck what happens to this duck. Well, this yeah. brings me back to something I wanted to say earlier that this movie did one of the things I hate that movies released during like the mid to late '80s and early to mid 90s did they treated women being raped or almost raped as just like a fun thing to throw into movies all the fucking time (laughs) just a casual yeah it's never brought up again and she just like doesn't even talk about it and then he and then it almost happens again in the diner like the dudes are like sexually harassing her and like sexually threatening her again twice in the same goddamn movie and it's just like a fun way to segue into something else yeah and i i don't know why leah thompson's character outside of the original like him fighting the the rapist guys and then he's an asshole to her like why does why is she invested in him in any way shape or form (laughs) like like i know he gets the he beats up the manager oh yeah also just the whole like she's in a band thing she's Holy in a band it, 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 it's bizarre because they they present this idea that she's got this aspiration to be a rock star which does not come up or, or or factor in except so they can do a musical sequence at the outro in which the amateur scientist is their manager no uh, howard the duck is their manager well, so he what does he do he's, he's tech crew you know stage tech crew he had a cowbell. <laughs> he had a weird cowbell. The thing, thing that at the gets end of me is they talk about how Howard was in a band. You know, he was like, "I was in a band, and I wanted to do right. music." And you're like, "Oh, that's what this movie will become. It'll be a story about Howard the Duck and her forming a band." And they go and maybe, on tour. Yeah, and maybe he has to like do something with the manager, and he gets into the private eye or something. No, and then at the end. He's not even in the band. He's just the manager. So it's like, he didn't even, like, they set up his dream was to be a musician. They're like, ah, screw it. He doesn't even accomplish that. Also, he's a duck. He's an alien thing. (laughs) He's an alien. By the end of the movie, they've given up. (laughs) No one, no one cares. Like, they're just excited to hear a song that just, has eight lyrics. You just answered for me how this movie got made because it was just someone standing in front of a meeting room full of people. No goes, and then he's got a cigar and he's a duck. <laughs> and then he orders a beer, but what? What? He's a duck. <laughs> my my last note in my notes. I have other things to talk about if we continue, but my last thing is that this is the shittiest alternate universe. Josie and the Pussycats. Look, yes. You're right, it's, you're right. It's Josie you, and the Pussycats if they were like, let's focus on somebody, not the people in the movie. Like, there's some, there, there's <laughs> Who are the least interesting people? What if, what if when Josie and the Pussycats were playing their great original songs, just to the right of them, there yeah. was a duck. There was a duck. <laughs> and guess what? This duck, you think he's a wise crack and cigar smoking duck? Well, he's going to do neither of those things. He's, he's going to complain about how hot it is in here and then make small talk for a while and then leave. Yeah, yeah 60, 60% like of this movie is like a... Man. 
is just like kind of like a weird sort of road comedy type thing like yeah. after the diner and they go to the power like the power plant and it has nothing to do like howard the duck doesn't contribute anything mm-hmm. be like I really thought like, oh, he'll be a detective. Nope, he's not going to be a detective. Oh, he was a musician. Okay, nope. Oh, he was an actor too. No. Oh, he was in advertising. Are they going to do something with that? No. <laughs> he, like, he's a master of quack foo. Does that come up? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Also, also quack foo. Like that, that's, that's actually from the comics. Is it? Yes. Yeah. It's, that just out of all the shitty puns in this movie, that one bothered me the most because yeah. that because like quack is the sound a duck makes, but we don't call it like talk foo. You never make the sound <laughs> kung. I say it like all the time when I'm walking. That's just the noise I make. I'm like kung kung it's like, kung kung. It's just they they. I, it's just I don't know. Yeah, they just no, could have called it kung fu. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't go with quack Roddy, but I yeah, mean, much better. Yeah, we can't really. <laughs> I wasn't in the room, so I don't know what the hell. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think of martial arts duck puns. I know that's. Well, I, I've given up on this podcast. So I just. One of my big hangups too was when they were in the diner at the very end. The what was it called? It was someone's name, like Quackerera. Uh, what's that? Oh God, <laughs> the diner, like the Kung Felder. Some... It was some. It was some man's name. Shut up. <laughs> and then Cajun sushi something. Cajun, Cajun sushi. sushi. Yeah, it was like it was like Gene something's Cajun sushi. It yeah. was like and they had clearly a changed guy's name Cajun sushi. The sign, something with the sign was weird. It was yeah. like I think, I think the restaurant was called something else, and they just put a board over the other word and put like sushi or Cajun. I didn't or something. see any sushi in that fucking restaurant so infuriating there's, there's one so many shot chances. there's one shot of a guy doing like the uh you know what's that thing called like takiyaki or whatever they, they like make it on the stove right yeah, in front yeah. of you i think yeah. that was it and they were like that's what sushi is right <laughs> works for me the waitresses are all wearing like the like sushi chef like mm-hmm. headband thing and then i guess that's like so he they order breakfast and howard is very offended because it has eggs yeah. on top of it like pfft fuck off um but the entire time that they're having that fight sequence at the end there are literal roasted ducks yes i saw <laughs> oh wow hanging above On the, thing, the he, diner he, he counter he swings by them and has no reaction to it and i was like those are those are actual ducks why are you not reacting it was I crazy i thought the same that. thing sarah but, I, to me that scene was infuriating just because of they wasted the joke potential of that like yes. like making jokes about creole sushi i mean there's, it was there's like room why, to play there and it's like why, the, why take the time to be like it's a cajun sushi restaurant if you're like does that come into play at all no, no they just serve ham that. and eggs and then, and then and then and then they get run out of the establishment It'd be like going to like an improv thing and they're like name us a place and you're like a dentist <laughs> office and they're like okay we're in a regular office and you're like what happened to the dentist like that was the whole the whole thing's you know, in the parking lot. Yeah. You know what I think happened? I think, like, the Hyuk and whoever... Hyuk and Cats. Hyuk and Cats. <laughs> they might have written, like, a halfway decent movie, and then George Lucas came in and was like, I don't want this movie to succeed. No, he definitely wanted it to succeed. This really screwed up his... Like, he lost a lot oh, of money. 
You've got a classic Americana diner here, but what if what if it what if it served sushi of some kind? What if the is that the anything? Maybe what he if the did villain was just succeed, and that's why he didn't. Now, before you say no, do recall that I did do Star Wars. Does that help at all? Does that get us anywhere? <laughs> the the other thing that's weird is I just want to bring this up because we were talking about the weird sushi restaurant. Is did you notice at one point where they're flying in the plane, he dive bombs some of the duck hunters and yells yeah. "Tora, Tora, Tora." He does. It's weird how many references he has to our world, especially to 1940s America during World War II. He knew what the Japanese said, and I was like, "This feels big." And then he yells Is "Banzai." He- because there's a lot of points of complete overlap where the exact things that exist in our world exist in their world, which imply that the, some, some historical events took place in the exact same way. So is he implying that there are Nazi ducks? Oh, there's a movie I would have seen. Howard the Duck versus Nazi ducks? That would have been a way better movie. Yeah, I would say There that. has to be because there's a Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. Breeders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, right. That's got. Yeah, you're right. So, so we've 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 firmly established to everyone's. I mean, everyone is happy that we finally got here. That oh. Nazi ducks exist, and yes. there was an Adolf Hit duck or Hitler. Yeah. I, I, there was nah, some sort of you're Adolf better than Hitler. A duck Hitler. A duck Hitler uh, was was existed in his universe. If mm-hmm. any of that just bled over, I think we would have had something to work with here. A duck feather. <laughs> Things too far. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think you're asking too much from the audience. What's let's do it as though it was a pun for this movie. Hitler so, duck. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> nailed it. Uh, Seth, uh, I think we established at the beginning. This was your first time seeing this film, right? Uh, yeah, I've, I mean, I like all of you guys. I mean, I I was aware of it. I, I was aware of how bad it had been reviewed and um i had i had seen clips from it i mean i knew what the character looked like but um i only knew you know what i had encountered and in you know youtube and things like that so but now that you've seen it do you think were this uh current era where we are in to end and we could all get into a room together and watch a film that getting a bunch of of your drunk friends together and watching howard the duck is there anything of merit there I don't, I, I obviously, I love doing that. And, and there's certainly movies that are good for that, but this is, this is a very joyless experience because <laughs> it is, it is so slow and long and it's not, it's not interesting to watch. There's lots of sitting and talking, uh, no i mean i guess the short answer is no this is not even really like a fun drunk night i i would say that like even though it's like not a fun group thing it is it is sort of intriguing to watch just knowing how bad it is Um, it might be fun to do a drinking game every time you're bored drink so you want to try to kill a drinking game (laughs) yeah uh uh, to, 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 to top off Seth, I, I, it did remind me, I did look up some reviews of this film. The best one I found was from the AV Club, which I just read one line out of it. Uh, more than 20 years later, Howard the Duck remains a black hole, unsalvageable as camp, 80s curio, or so good, so bad it's good classic. It's simply where entertainment goes to die. Yeah, it's just not, um, it's just not a good movie. Yeah. And it, it there's nothing really, I mean, there's there's tons of like, bad 80s sci-fi movies and stuff that are like 
really low budget and you know what the plot's going to be. And, you know, there's like a million Terminator ripoffs and, you know, RoboCop ripoffs and stuff like that. And like, you know, different, different kind of sci-fi movies and stuff. But like, there's just nothing, there's just nothing fun in, in this. And it's also so long. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. It's just, you could easily cut 45 minutes out of this movie, if not more. And you would not notice the difference. The movie would move. And I think if you did that, if you cut out the whole part where he leaves and then you cut out the entire car chase, that's like 35 minutes for no reason, because that lab was 12 minutes away from the diner because they drove there while uh, Jennings was dying. If you cut all that out, it would maybe almost be watchable to make fun of, but it is just really, it's so much just people having boring dialogue. Yeah, I mean, like Sarah said, I think you could get a drinking game out of this, but it would be, um, it's not, it's, yeah, it's just not a fun movie. Sarah, as someone who got to watch your facial expressions slowly sour uh, over the course of 110 (laughs) minutes, uh, could I get your take on whether or not you think this movie has anything salvageable about it? No. Wow, that was was harsh but fair. (laughs) I was horrified to learn also that this movie came out on my birthday the year before I was born. So not my, like, day of birth, at least. But is Howard your Zodiac? Is that... (laughs) No? Alright. I'm thankful that I was born a year later than... The year that this movie what do you think's released? had a greater impact on the world? You or Howard the Duck? Um, me. Okay, for sure. <laughs> Net positive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. If you mean positive, yes, definitely. Negative. I'm Howard the Duck bragging. is definitely. I just existing and doing nothing else. Me. I mean, you didn't. As long as you Leah once Thompson, picked up trash and thrown it away. You didn't make Leah Thompson straddle a duck mannequin and say, "How about some bestiality?" So, so in in essence, you've done much better you're you're basically a saint in that, in that comparison okay okay great <laughs> glad to hear it well then now we know yeah uh well i really appreciate the two of you um suffering uh an experience that i would wish uh not even my worst enemy um i do hope our friendships but on and relationships loved one. uh or loved ones uh I, I i do hope our relationships can survive this I do feel like this is Ben wishing this on, like, the people he likes the most. Like, you, Seth, uh, are, uh, you know, the next guest coming up. We'll keep him a surprise for 30 more seconds. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think this is Ben's, just hates his, the people he loves. This is Ben's revenge. Yeah. So, so on one of the on one of the posters on IMDb for, for this movie, I don't know if this is, like, a movie poster or some sort of promotional thing, but it's Howard the Duck sitting on a chair. And the line, it's like him with a cigar and he's holding a magazine that has uh, Beverly on it. And the the tagline is, well, above him is trapped in a world he never made. And then that's Howard the Duck, more adventure than humanly possible. And the magazine he's holding is called Rolling Egg. Yeah. I mean, it's not just re- so... Like, they don't have stones there? It doesn't make any sense. Stone isn't a human thing. <laughs> and, and it's not like our magazine's rolling fetus. So yeah, I don't it's just so <laughs> that, And I think that right there perfectly sums up Howard the Duck. Just a if failure If they had called it... They could have called it, like, quacking egg or quacking stone, yes. and I would have gone with it more than 
yeah. rolling egg. Or if it was a People magazine <laughs> that just said ducks. Still? You know what I mean? I yeah. would in the <laughs> People's font. I would laugh so hard at that. <laughs> it's, yeah, and, and I think that's it. Is everything this movie could have done, God. it was adjacent to the right choice. Just like across <laughs> yeah. the street waving yeah like i'm over here guys i'm the funny bit hello can you see me (laughs) hey maybe don't make leah thompson fuck me how about that (laughs) hello can you guys hear me can't hear you bad reception all right are we done talking about this piece of shit (laughs) and thank you for all the times you've you've been on the podcast uh and, and suffered through some of these movies with us yeah, we'll see you for the next thing, which I think for Sarah is Batman and Robin. And uh, oh, 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 I want to do Tank Girl uh, or Tank Girl. And there Seth, I think, I think for you, uh, I think our friendship's uh, probably uh, unsalvable, unsalvageable yeah, at this point. I think. I don't know, guys. <laughs> now I'm gonna see if I can find a movie to top it. Just really see how far I can push Seth before he stops speaking to me. Seth, do you want to do Batman and was it Batman, Batman and Robin? Batman and Robin. Yeah. You want to do that one? Oh, we Mr. got some... Mr. I could Freeze, be down for that Poison one. Ivy. <laughs> I, I have a, a a soft spot for that movie, even so though I know I. it's terrible. Yes, it's so bad I enjoy oh, it. Oh, it's horrible, but I love it. I have a hard spot for that movie. Ooh. Now, this movie couldn't just be two guests, right, Ben? This movie, our 100th episode, we couldn't just have like settled for just two all-stars. We had, oh, to, sorry. We had to fire up... What just happened? <laughs> Oh, sorry, folks. I just, uh, I really can't sit up straight right now because I busted, I busted something in my gut area from Seth and Sarah who were, uh, came, came ready with so many jokes. It's frankly irresponsible that we put that all into one recording. I I really don't think we should release this part. Can we, can we, uh, can we do anything to balance this out? Is there anything you can think of? Yeah, I think we should just bring in two of our, you know, like lower end (laughs) comedy friends, maybe. Or I guess two of your comedy friends, one of my friends, and one guy. Yeah, let me just let me just get at my rankings here. Let me just get at my okay. Scroll down. Most beautiful. Nope. Funniest. Funniest. Scroll down. All right. Cool. Well, I think I'll just do a send out a quick call to podcast all stars uh, Mike Hayes and Chris Arneson. I think. Uh, yeah, I think I've got them here. Is, are you guys hearing me? You guys, you guys hearing me at all? If we have to. Hello? Oh, okay, yeah, I think we got him. Right. I think you shouldn't have called them before we said they weren't as funny as your wife and our and Seth. Yes. <laughs> yeah, people who do comedy. After that, but. The fact that you have started this, making it a competition, now it's a and that it's a judged event, is, uh, this is going to break up friendships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's a terrible way to start. Or yeah, maybe make one. Me. Well... Please like and subscribe. Uh, slam that, <laughs> slam that heart for Chris. Slam that like button for Mike. Slam the surprise face for Sarah, and do the the sad face for Seth. That's how you yeah, vote. That's right. We wow. will we will have voting up on this episode, so you can tell us which episode is going to come back and before come back oh, as if it's a gift to be told to watch a <laughs> shitty movie and then and talk to us about it. Hey guys, you want to waste five bucks and fucking suffer through a terrible movie with a duck? No, you guys don't always yeah. watch shitty movies. The merch writes itself. Uh, Michael, uh, I wanted to talk to you real quick first because uh, here on the hundredth episode, I want to point out that. You actually managed to sneak under uh, episode ten. You were you were there for episode nine, mm-hmm. but back in twenty fifteen, when we were just Christmas, babes to talk about Time Cop. It was a, yeah, I do remember that. It was a very fun movie. That yeah, is that's a great the movie, episode. 
That's the movie where Jean-Claude Van Damme uses an elaborate, complicated machine and 15 scientists to uh, <laughs> to fly into the past, but a watch to go to the future. Exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> they, they have a whole organization that travel through time, but nobody thinks to give them period-appropriate clothes. They show up like space janitors in the 1920s and wonder why everybody's looking at them. God, I want to and- watch Space Janitor. <laughs> We'll get there. Don't Someone worry. write we'll a comic there. about Space Janitor so we can, well, then have a movie made so then we can watch See, it. Yeah. Th- this what, podcast what will be playing? going on so long, it will happen. So, um, now, now, Christopher, you uh, you joined a little bit later, but for a momentous occasion, Chris, you joined us in early 2016 uh, for something that has been known to fans as Fantastic February. Do Fantastic you recall this? February, February, <laughs> February. <laughs> Uh, you joined us for um, uh, uh, the the penultimate uh, movie of that horrible four weeks, uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Oh my Sorry, God. it's the number four colon Rise of the Silver Surfer. Yeah, uh, great no, no fantastic. They knew. <laughs> we really should have been like brought up in a lawsuit for naming that Fantastic February because those were fucking all shitty movies. <laughs> uh, I disagree. The original one that never officially came out is pretty good. <laughs> oh, the Roger Corman one. Roger I remember Corman. that yeah. episode. Yeah, did, didn't we make Mike watch that one too? Yes. yes. Mike was on that one and he sang a song about a mole man and I highly recommend going back and listening to I, I will say that Mike has probably some of like the best episodes, but the but, but the worst movies. Like anytime there's a really shitty movie, we're like, let's get Mike to the point where I do wonder why you two are friends because <laughs> it just seems you only inflict pain on him. It's my bread and butter. I love it. Yeah, Mike's that's what like, I that's what I do. You're not referring to uh, 1990s Captain America. Daredevil, Hardware, Man-Thing, Time Cop, Time Cop 2, The Berlin Decision, and Virus, are you pokes? Because those were all the real bottom-of-the-barrel bargain bins that Mike was on here for. You made him watch the sequel to Time Cop? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, we did. That's fucked up, man. I mean, sequel's a hard, generous description. Film which has words in the title that are the same. Yes. It's it's clear that we like Chris Arneson much more, considering that we brought him in for Iron Man and Thor Ragnarok, yeah. you know, and Logan movies we actually like. Jonah Hex. <laughs> Jonah Hex. Okay, yeah. yeah. You know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe Chris might have a point coming in here. Jonah Hex. A movie I would not have seen ever unless it was for you guys. Hey, but yes. the name of the guys who made Crank. Does that help at all, Chris? No, because they Does also made Ghost Rider 2, and that movie is horrible. <laughs> yeah, we, we really started debating whether or not this is like the Nicolas Cage has one Oscar. You know, is it like, is the Crank movie their one good movie, and then they everything else they've done has been questionable? No, they did Crank Overdrive, I think what is what it was called. Is that what it's called? Or is it just Crank 2? It's Overcharged, I think, maybe. I think that's right. Overcharged? Okay. I said Overdrive, right? Does that make any it, sense? Did, it didn't get edited out, I'll tell you that. Oh, boy. You'll just have to listen back to the episode to find out. Oh, man. Uh, but 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 we are here for um, another reason rather than rehashing your beautiful careers um, uh, as part of our podcast. <laughs> um, we Coincidentally, you guys, I just called you up out of the blue, but I, mm. I, 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 I think I understood that you coincidentally happened to watch Howard the Duck. Is that right? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, we were uh, we wanted to start at the beginning of the Marvel franchise uh, <laughs> movie number one. You know, the thing that really kicked it off. People really say that Iron Man was the movie that kicked it off, but no, all the way back in 1986, a little movie called Howard the Duck, produced by George Lucas. Uh, a little guy named George Lucas. Yeah, unheard of indie director. <laughs> indie director George Lucas, who stepped away from Coming being off a director. Of a much unheard of film, Star Wars. No one's yeah. ever talked about that. He wanted to produce movies. Now he already. Can completed his three movies maybe he'll make more <laughs> star wars in the future we don't know yet <laughs> yeah, we, we actually talked about this somewhat on the mini and earlier but uh this movie he was contractually obligated to make a film and this is for some reason what he picked oh. <laughs> he was picked any story or any property they had now i for some reason thought this was the winner I found an article about it. He wanted to make a Howard the Duck movie back in 1973 after he made American Graffiti. Couldn't get the fun, couldn't wow. get people interested in it in the cuz they did a test shooting for it and people didn't care about it. Um, what would it, that it, look like in set? Do Holy not shit. Know. And then in 80 in the in the 80s, it took him 3 years. He wanted to do it after Star Wars and he was producing it and it was supposed to originally be a cartoon, but well, it would have been so much better. I know. Yeah, it, that... it would have. He was contractually. He said, "I we're contractually obligated to make a live action movie." And hey, guess what? I have LucasArts Studios, so I can do all the special effects in the movie. <laughs> so it kind of seems like he was pushing it to be live action, so he could do the no, special. It was, it was really contractually obligated. We talked about this. I'll just mention it to you guys real quick. Lucas ended up having to sell part of his animation studio to apple because he lost so much money on producing this movie so he uh, created pixar so that's that's the oh. only good thing that came out of howard the duck <laughs> see well we'll see we don't know we'll see, our yeah, guests unless i've offended my case uh but but chris i want to point out are you saying that he he uh he was working on emperor uh, the empire or sorry uh Return emperor's of the Jedi, Roof, I think and was just dreaming called? about this yeah the whole time he was just like <laughs> like so, so so someone behind the scenes was like, uh, hey, George, uh, this scene with the Emperor, I don't know if you want to get a shot from... Oh, I'm sorry, I don't have time for this. I'm, uh, I'm, hey, working, on, uh, I'm working on this movie about a duck. He's, uh, oh. he's bad-mouthing, but he doesn't make any jokes. You know, I know he doesn't really make any. I know we're in the third movie, but is there any way we could change Chewbacca into a giant <laughs> duck? Like, maybe just a really tall duck? Just like That'd a, be great. Just like a disgruntled mallard who you know doesn't what? really have a sense of humor? Now I feel like I get Jar Jar Binks. That was his attempt. He was like, you know what? Oh I'm the duck the first time. No. Oh, no. Uh, He's beta Jar Jar. Are you kidding God. me? I'm, uh, oh, I'm looking God. at a, a Encyclopedia Britannical article on this right now, uh -huh. and it does say right here that the Ewoks are actually not George's fault. He was just too distracted about ducks, so when someone suggested it, he didn't tell them no. Yeah. He just kept saying ducks, ducks, we need more ducks. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Actually, um, at the beginning of this movie, I thought was this movie has like it's it's like a roller coaster. It's like a Pixie song. Um, like it has a, it has its incredible highs and its incredible lows. Like just like throughout, throughout the whole I thing. I don't think it has incredible highs. I think. No, it are has you kidding me? Middle of the road and then. Huge Maybe road. you didn't see the fucking airplane scene that was fifteen minutes long, Pokes. That got way up in the sky. That did get up in the sky. <laughs> Or and it got way low. Fair enough. I, I was interested in uh, uh, all the, the Ducks world stuff. And then, uh, how is this movie? Is this Was this movie for kids? Because there's a lot of duck titties. This movie titties. was rated PG. Now, it did PG, you... my friends. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And uh, I hmm. think, what's the one uh, where the, the Russians invade? 
Uh, Red Dawn. Uh, yeah, Red, Red Dawn. Dawn. Oh, I think about that. the two movies that changed, that created PG-13. So this movie came out, but even still, this movie shouldn't have been PG-13, because there's a lot of tits in this movie. A lot of duck tits, All you mean. All duck tits. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining. <laughs> I feel like this movie created so many fetishes for children. Like, there's a group of, like, furries somewhere who are like, Howard the Duck, am I right? Yeah, like, man, we, we watched the Robin Hood Disney movie back in the day, and that got us into furries. But oh, then, yeah. like, our, I'm a feathery now, for sure. I'm a feather fellow, that's a for feather sure. feather fellow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, am, I am terrified by the idea that someone had to sculpt the duck tits and then also wear the duck tits. <laughs> that, that really... I, uh, oh, but here's the thing, too, is knowing how movies are made, there was a production meeting, like an art meeting, where they presented, like, six versions of that duck woman's tits, and somebody was like... No, the nipples aren't big enough. No, now they're too big. Can you make them like like B cups? I don't want her to be like obscene. But... Did you say did you say beak cups, Pogues? Yeah. I no, wish man. that they were yellow, like beaks. The nipples. So so you're saying we're gonna put this on a toddler to wear? That's what we're gonna do we're with gonna this? Is a child actor in this? Okay. <laughs> okay. Good, okay. Good, good, good. Well, we pointed out the IMDb credits has like 15 entries for Howard, so we don't yeah. know. If they I, just kept people kept dying in the suit, or I, what I did look up to to see, and originally the plan was to put a, a child in the Howard the Duck suit, and I guess like the unions were like, "No, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't oh. put a kid in an animatronic suit." Oh my god! Did well, you guys go and go to like and get little people and, and have them do it? But the original plan was to violate so many child labor laws. Did um did you guys know that they filmed that entire movie without? getting a voice actor for howard they had an actor yes. for the suit and no one could hear him when he was doing his dog they thought they would be able to yeah they oh. so they, they couldn't hear the actor <laughs> and they're like we're gonna we're gonna dub over him anyway so they all those scenes are with a guy muffled voice and they're just like they're reacting to nothing which might explain like i think a lot of the chemistry in this movie so they're missing out on great lines like yeah i used to work in advertising but i don't really like it yeah thrilling origin story <laughs> yeah, howard fucking singer classic oh i was in God. a band in high school it doesn't have any any relevance to the plot or me as a person but i just also, feel like talking so that you don't talk leah thompson i don't want to hear about your life story you've got problems but listen i'm a duck how old is howard dreams. the duck like what age group is he in because he feels he like he identifies himself as being 27 years old He's if i'm not mistaken yes we found that out because in one trailer they very specifically <laughs> list his age Oh you have to God. count the candles on the duck cake that he's got, yeah. but you can figure it out. <laughs> but they're duck years, so I think that's like one and a quarter human years. Oh, so I don't know what that mm, makes. Something it. like that, yeah. I don't know, man. They have play ducks, so I'm pretty sure, you know, everything's just like the same. So they, they could probably live up to be a hundred probably in human years, I think. So True. play duck is a great a great point, Chris. Uh as as <laughs> a professional uh and trained comedian, can you give us a rating? <laughs> of the variety of duck puns in this film because I think they were they miss a lot of really good opportunities. Oh, um yeah, I think outside of just doing homages to American stuff or like pop culture from back then cuz what did they have on the they had Raiders of the Lost It's, duck. it's all in the first 2 minutes. They yeah, blow yeah. their yeah. fucking yeah. Blow corkscrew duck load all over the first <laughs> beginning of the screen yeah. and then there's none more. None more. Then it's not even called none Birdweiser more. when they're drinking the beer. Come on. Yeah. Wait, was he mm. Yeah, come on. I mean, I I said playbill in the uh, when I was talking to Sarah about it. Like, I mean, that's it's a double joke. I yeah. mean, there's so yeah. many opportunities. 
And it's not just with the ducks. Uh, my biggest complaint was that later in the film, we have a Cajun sushi restaurant of which we see no jokes about the fact that it's a redneck sushi restaurant. That seems like prime material, what? but what? There's, there's, there's no play there. That was the best part, Ben. They didn't spoil it with jokes. They just left the absurdity <laughs> yeah. rest. Yeah. It, As it they was were about actually it. just like, a, like a, gr- a grassroots marketing campaign to be like, let's see if people are into a sushi yeah. diner and just yeah. see what we can yeah. get here. Is, is Cajun sushi... Benny Hanna was trying to expand their brand. Yeah, okay. with Cracker Barrel. Cra- Quacker Barrel? Quacker Barrel, oh, yes. Yeah. See, I mean, so much uh, better, although I don't think Cracker Barrel was a restaurant in the 80s, but still. The, uh, the actor who played the waitress, Crystal, was personally, I felt, the best part of the movie. She was fun. She was quirky and weird. Uh, she went on to, to design and sell a line of dildos. Hell yes. It's fantastic. Huh. What? Yeah. Does now, she have a duck? She wrote, she did nothing else in in film. That's her one role. She fucking well, I made. I see why she got out. Yeah. And then she made fucking sex toys. And she sadly did pass away a couple years ago. But uh-huh. her legacy lives on with fucking awesome sex toys. It was a whole. Were they duck themed in any way? Uh. Yeah, it's like a duck mouth you can fuck, and then... Oh, God. <laughs> How many of them were Cajun Howard the fuck? Related? Howard the you fuck, know, yeah. The Howard the fuck model? Yeah. Was there, yeah, yeah, there was a lot of tuna. Pogues. <laughs> oh, my God. Some set it up. <laughs> All right, but, but you let me said fuck a duck God. mouth. Fuck, fuck, fuck I, a duck. I, I felt like I hinted something when we started talking it's about this written. movie, Mike. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, or, my, or, or Mike and Chris. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure yet. Um... When I brought when I brought Sarah in, uh, I got to watch the movie with her, which is a, now a luxury I was unaware we were going to lose in 2020 mm-hmm. uh, with my other friends. Um, but I watched uh, the light fade from her eyes as the movie progressed through its 110 minutes. She struggled with this one. This was not a favorite. Michael, I heard some um, I heard some positivity from your end. Mm-hmm. Were you a fan uh, of of some parts of this film? I mean, it was fine. It wasn't bad. Like it's fine. I mean, I mean, you've seen what is it? Was it Virus or whatever the fuck we watched? Yes. Yeah. When yeah. you've sat through that, Howard the Duck's fine. Like you can yeah. see. I'd rather sit through Virus just because it was like an hour and thirty. Yeah, this did have twenty extra minutes on it, but like it had. We know where those minutes are, though. But yeah, they're in the airplane scene. Yeah, they're in the airplane um, scene. A scene that takes so long, but we know that the lab is less than five minutes away because they drove there in the previous scene. Well, they probably but flew the wrong reason, direction. Everybody decides to circumnavigate the globe to get back to it. Yeah. Honestly, I thought it was better than uh, the Italian job. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'll tell Edward Norton that. Uh, uh, come after uh, me. Uh, no, I didn't hate it. Like, it's fine. Like, there's worse movies. Uh, I wish, honestly, I really wanted to be much more wild than it was. Because it does kind of get wild, especially with the villain involved and the, all that monster shit at the end. I wanted, if there was, if it was all that, I would have been just corkscrew boner and all over the place. Yeah, what was he, the, the Grand Overlord? Was his name? Dark Overlord. The Dark, Dark Overlord. Overlord. Dark yeah. Overlord of the universe. Yeah. yeah. He is, yeah. Um, I, I do feel like Mike hits on something that is true. This movie never, like, it never picks a tone and goes no. with it. Like... Dumb duck puns. Nah, we'll lose those midway through the movie. Like, uh, music <laughs> subplot? Mm, that's gone too. Like, crazy villain? Eh, he blows up. All right. Like And, like, Howard doesn't have a personality at all. He's just, like, whatever. He's just in the scene reading lines off camera. 
Yeah. yeah. They, they, I, the villain really, honestly, was such a cheap fucking villain. They just made a guy who was with them at the time become the bad guy. Like, no, no mm-hmm. real explanation. They could have done something with that. Instead, they're just like, ah, he's in the car. He'll be bad now. I like how he's in, he's come from another universe and they've already established all this stuff and all these characters have like gotten over the idea that there's like aliens and they're not shocked by it anymore. And then this guy gets possessed, I guess, um, for no, no real other word for that. And then uh, they have such a hard time taking him seriously, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, even yeah. though he's like transforming in front of them. And it wasn't <laughs> until like what he, he shot, he shot the uh, ketchup and mustard bottles with his laser eyes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, which was a bad effect. Holy shit. They used that so many times, too. <laughs> where his eyes just get really squinty, laser eyes, yeah. and they go forever. They just keep going. I guess the longer they go out, the more powerful it is. Um, and, yeah. I mean, I don't know if they if they started with the claymation monster and worked backwards. Oh, my because God. Because I liked that part. Yeah, that's what uh, I wanted the whole movie. They did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wanted that absurdity uh, uh, and and that insane, like, uh, effects work that really just is sort of, is really unique. Yeah. Uh, I wanted that through more of the movie. Uh, or like I said when I was talking to Sarah about it, um, I wanted Howard to either be a full-on asshole, just, like, cigar in his mouth, just, like, being shitty to everyone in a really engaging way, or, like, I thought he was a detective. I mentioned this in uh, before, but I, I, I thought he was, like, like he's gonna he's gonna solve cases, uh, or you know, and act like a detective or someone of of merit who brings like talent mm-hmm. to the table, and he really doesn't have anything. He opens up the movie saying, "I tried to do music and I gave up and got a desk job. Anyway, I'm gonna take a nap." And then that's the <laughs> that's the, <laughs> the culmination of his arc and his and his and his input. Besides, I think one use of quack foo. Uh, that's about it. Yeah, not, he's got. not much. He he does solve the riddle to Leah Thompson's uh, heart. Heart. That's better than what I was going to say. <laughs> Something gross. Yeah. I felt, I thought there were a couple nest. words floating over your head uh, for a minute there. It, is, is the riddle that she's really into animals? Yeah, I guess so. Or like abusive oh, yeah. guys. Cause he like, they know each other for like two days. She That's what the monster her, says to her. It doesn't work out, and she's a—he's a fucking prick instantly. I actually got a laugh at that scene when they're at the diner, and she's like, "Help him! Help him! You gotta help him!" And he goes, "You've known him for like a day." He's criticizing one self-aware moment. Yeah, yeah. They—they yeah. they, they had so many of those, and not many of them landed at all ever. They were—they were missing that. Uh, I th- Arneson, you had texted me when you were watching it, and mm. you made a pretty excellent point. I thought and I, I, that I didn't respond to. What I wanted to save it for the podcast, but. You were hoping this would be something more akin to like Buckaroo Band of uh, a uh, Bonsai. Yeah. Where it, it it is constantly kind of over the top mm-hmm. in its own world, you know, just sort of just a real wacky eccentric thing, which is what it deserves to be because there's no route where Howard the Duck is taken seriously or done with some sort of noir element. It should just be off the wall eccentric, but it isn't. No, yeah. It's it's like it it takes the character from the comics strips him from everything, pretty much, and then they add a horror or demon hellscape element to it because that was a character they made up for it, uh, which is kind of <laughs> sad because I kind of wish like Chip Zdarsky or something like could write write because he wrote for How- he wrote How the Duck for a little bit. Yeah, I wish like that somebody brought that character in there just as like this real weakling ass like villain or something into the Marvel universe. He is actually a villain from the comics. He's actually how Howard the Duck gets to the planet in the comics. Oh really? Yes. What is the the, the demon from Somulus? His name's like. 
Throg or oh, something. Oh, okay. But so he's it, in the comic. I don't think he looks like that, though. Does but... he say Throg ever? He just says... No, but he says demon from Somulus. Somulus? Like a couple oh, times, okay. yeah. I recognize that, at least. I was kind of surprised yeah. all those demons were the same, too. <laughs> they were all that, like, big... And they were animated in... They didn't even, like, stagger the animation when they were all together. Yeah. They all just were doing the exact same thing over and over. Just, like, like a... What's that? Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I give a, a bailout on that one. A perpetual, a perpetual demon motion machine. I bailed. Um, did you guys happen to take any notes during the film? Uh, I did. I was on my phone, um, and I took. Can I ask? Yeah. Um, during the scene where Leia Thompson straddles a inert duck puppet and says, "I'm into bestiality," did you have any notes from that period? Um, it moved. <laughs> no, well, that that lines up with my note. One of my 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 notes just say that toddler's getting lucky. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, I'd be prim- honest. She looks good. Oh right? hell like, yeah! Is, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. this is prime Le- Leah Thompson. Mm-hmm. I I just have three bullet points here that say oh no, and the next one says dear God, and the last one says please stop this. Well, you've uh, got those the my one only that notes. says why did Sarah have to be in the room? <laughs> uh. How am I going to explain this erection? <laughs> uh, any thoughts on the performance of uh, of sexual criminal Jeffrey Jones? Um, he was uh, Ed Rooney from from Ferris. Bueller. I mean, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. one of the better parts of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he that's was what we good. Agreed yeah. To. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. sad when you're like that pedophile did good. Yeah. I think his section of the film offered the most opportunity for me to laugh because I think it's the dead middle because the beginning has the, the parodies and the duck puns, lame as they may be, they offer some attempt at, at humor and the end, even though it does, it is way down to the bottom of the lake that is this film <laughs> by a concrete brick of the, uh, of the, of the hang glider bike scene. Well, uh, the, the end of the movie has the great clamation, clamation, clamation. I'm into that. Oh. Uh, wow. Wow. Podcast man. canceled. Holy Podcast crap. canceled. Oh, you I made it to 100. You made it to 100. Good job. All right. 100 episodes okay. and we're done. And we're done. Hey, Pogues, if you're looking for a new podcast, hit us up. Yeah, we'll, do, up. Uh, we'll do something else. We'll do not just, another third installment story. <laughs> yeah. This is just guerrilla <laughs> advertising for Pogues and I's other podcast, Clam Nation, where, oh. we, where we go on. I, please say, please tell me you're saying clam like the animal, not something. What do you, what do you think I'm saying? We I, all heard clan, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying with an M. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's much better. Thank God, I'd rather have a weird mollusk-based podcast. Than the <laughs> I'm making, I'm making a sea animal slash sexual reference pun. I am not making a I... reference to a racist organization. Ugh. I wish that was not the first time I had to make that clarification on this podcast. How often are you, are you talking, talking about, about clams? clams? <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Thanks, Pokes. Thanks for uh, for being in there with me on that one. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> oh boy, that was. Uh, I, I just thought you were upset with my sexual reference. I didn't think you heard a different word. Speaking oh, of sexual references, upset with the sexual reference. Uh, that's all this movie was of sexual references. There's a part where he gets the job, and there's Claudette, which is a favorite character of mine. I think in the movie, um, the movie, uh, the woman that's uh, the job, like 
Like he's talking yeah, about to get a job. The, the sassy unemployment yeah. office lady. Was he gonna mm-hmm. was he, he was gonna good. bury his head into her ass? Like was that what he was doing or was he it, gonna yeah, bite her? I don't know. We could not figure that out. We talked about it earlier. I was like, do you think he was gonna bite it because he was mad at her? Or like he was gonna bite it like, ooh, yeah. that's a juicy bottom. Yeah, he was like, That's a that's some yeah, I think Howard likes a nice juicy bottom. Alright. I'm wondering, would a state unemployment office send send people to to sex clubs? Yes. Oh man. Apparently. Yeah. I mean, what is that? You can't deny it. That's what happened. It was a swingers lounge or something. That was. It was wild. a fuck sauna. Yeah. I think, we, I think it was Sarah's exact term. It was the uh, Dayton Swim Club. I like about that. Not like. Let me rephrase that. The thing that got me. <laughs> that, the thing was, I noticed. That was a real clam situation there. Yeah. Uh, the thing that I noticed is like. They set up in the beginning. Howard the Duck is like a pervert. Uh-huh. Like he's real into that woman's ass. He's like reading he's... porn and all this shit. And then he's like really coming on to Leah Thompson. But then like anytime he's presented with real sex, he's like, oh, I don't like this. Like he freaks out when she hits on him. He's at like a fuck sauna. And he's like, ooh, gross. These people are having sex. <laughs> it's like, I don't understand, man. Make up your mind. Are you a pervert or not? It, it just sounds like the I internet mean... to me. Yeah. <laughs> It took him like a day I mean, to get over the fact that, that it, he wanted he wanted to be under species at that point too. Like he was like, "Oh man, you guys are just hairless apes. I'm not into it. Gross." And then he goes to the fuck sauna and he's like, "Gross." And then he sees her, he goes back into her, and, and then he's like, flirting with her real heavy. And then she flirts with him back, and he gets all, uh, he gets all, what is it? He, he he backs off like Poe said. Like he does, he doesn't want to fuck. Yeah, he actually uses like the classic '80s. I have a headache. I was like, "Oh, yeah. good." He's just classic like stand-up. You think George is pushing for that fuck scene? <laughs> I think George. I think George Lucas signed a check yeah. made of Howard the Duck costume and was like, "Well, I'll see you guys later," and just left. I, I don't think. I don't think he saw this movie. I don't think anyone watched it. I think somehow it, it missed like test screenings. I think they were just like, "It's George Lucas," and he was like. At home, counting his money. You know, they, did the, like, they did the they animation called, like, for How's it, the though. movie? He's like, damn it, I gotta start He doesn't over. do that. One million and one, one million. Yeah, he was too busy, like, ramping up for what, Last Crusade and Willow was probably the next movie of his that comes out. He's really... Or it already just came out? Like I don't know. Something. Yeah. I, I I imagine he stopped by the, the like, the, the set when they were, like, you know, most of the way through filming. It was like, oh, I, I really like the costume of the villain. It's really terrifying. Oh, no, so that's Howard. That's Howard the Duck. Oh, oh no, uh, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> what if we ran him into a giant could we, leathery could rabbit? We fix that or... <laughs> well, there was he was there was a lot of sex weird stuff in it, but uh, I did wa- I watched this with my girlfriend, and at some point she sighed and looked over at me and goes, "Well, this does technically pass the Bechtel test." <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh... Wow. So you got that. Uh, yeah, Howard's fair. got, hey, yeah. so many movies don't. And Howard the Duck does. Uh, a film, what, what a feminist uh, film. There's a scene where Tim Robbins walks in and says, hey, I didn't catch you guys perform. I just came to watch you undress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, uh, do you guys remember that Tim Robbins was in this movie? Uh, I didn't. And... Uh, this movie was part of the mile that mile of shit that Andy Dufresne crawled through. <laughs> he, uh, I, I read an article with him because this movie went like uh, they had a like they they went into overtime, I guess, on it. And uh, he was like, all he talked about was how he got paid for this movie, 
um, when, when he was asked about it. He was like, oh, yeah, like, I got paid really well. It was my first job I got paid really well at. <laughs> and then I got a whole other I – got, I got paid twice because we went into overtime on it. So it was really – I got paid really well for it. Yeah, and that's all it. we talked about. He didn't want to talk about the quality of the movie. <laughs> he, was just, he was just focused on – on this, hey, that was his answer. Silver lining, man. Yeah, yeah, it's a good lining. I mean, people it's like. like um, ask, uh, oh, never mind. Go on. People went in there and they auditioned, and that was like, you know, they got excited when they got that phone call, and they called their parents, and they're uh, like, "I'm going to be in a, I'm going to be in Howard the Duck, Mom." Oh, could you imagine that disappointment if you're Tim Robbins' parents <laughs> and you go see like his first major motion uh, picture, and it's just like a duck getting ready to jerk off, and he gets ripped through a wall, and they're like. Please tell me my son's not the duck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wondering the whole time if your son's going to appear or if he's somehow voicing the duck. <laughs> like, oh, please no. He's the used so magazine. He's in it. Uh, now, now, Philzy, as uh, Pogues loved him to be called. Uh-huh. Philzy. Uh, I Pogues-y. loved it too, Pogsy. No, no, no line of duck. I hated this movie, but the, every time he said Philzy, it made me like, like just, oh, I was so mad. Filzy. But um, Filzy is like he's like a nerd written by someone who like wrote for Archie Comics. Thinks a nerd is you know what I mean? <laughs> Where they're like manic and they know obs- like obscure facts. Like that's that's what a like scientist he was written would... like the people who write Big Bang Theory. <laughs> right? Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where he's just excitable, loud, and knows and knows facts and has no idea how to like converse with anybody. Did you guys have a it's moment? A very confu- in the movie, when he when you first met this character, that you were like, "How? There's no way that this guy is a scientist." And then they they tell you in the movie that he's actually not a scientist. He's like more of kind of like a scientist janitor. <laughs> like, because I was yeah, like, I'm glad I they explained like that because I believe like, I'm it. Taking you to see a friend of mine, and she doesn't know that he's just a janitor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I work at the museum. Well, I guess he's a scientist. He's talking a big game. He's trying to impress. Uh, he was dating someone in the band, right? So he's trying to he's trying to impress her True. friend. True, he got me there. But he does, he does seem to know Doctor Jenning, uh, Jeffrey Jones's character, and and enough to, enough that he w- could go to him and say, "I found a duck, a, a walking duck that has cigars and a wallet with a fake duck-based Mastercard." Mallard in card, it. baby. Uh, Mallard card. Um, do you believe me and want to come to this woman's apartment in this in like the worst part of town and see the duck that I know about? Like they clearly would have had to have a preceding relationship. Yeah, well, yeah, because otherwise you'd be like, get the fuck out of my office. Yeah, well, he wasn't actually a janitor. I mean, that was a joke in the movie, but he was a teaching right. assistant, so he might right. he probably was teach helping him or something, or you know, he had a, a job be. at the museum, I guess. Yeah, museum. <laughs> I, it's also a school. Part time working at the Space Laser. Part time working at the museum, mm. cleaning up. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a closed it's, down it's... exhibit that explains the progression of man from ape. Yeah, I want you to and take a second. Replace though. it with duck. I want you all to take a second, real quick, and just kind of close your eyes and just think about the same, the same evolutionary timeline of. of I'm ape, already bored of ape to of ape to man, and now no, and now stop. I want you to think about worst part that, of the movie. But as ducks, someone of a host ducks, interrupts him, someone of a host interrupts now you do that him. This, this is the worst. This This was the worst part of the movie. They do it, but now He's they're doing ducks. it on your podcast. It's a they're fucking forty-five-minute car chase that goes nowhere. That, that is the well, there was a plane, and that was the best part. Oh my god, Mike, Chris, loose condom in your wallet. Thoughts? It looked dry. 
definitely that's that was one of my thoughts was like mm, that's not that's not for anyone's place this movie was like a, one of those comics you see that like on boomer humor and stuff like of uh comics of like old uh boomer couples and they're fat and they hate each other and that's the whole joke every time like that's what i i felt like it was like that there was just setting this couple up to be those people in the future because like uh, they're horny for each other now, but that's all they got, you know? That's all they got is they're, just, they're horny for <laughs> each other. All they got is that and a hit single called Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck, which now, you can get on well, vinyl that, and there was There was two hit singles. Yep. Uh, did you like that first song she sang, which appeared to be about an abusive relationship, where no. she keeps talking about she doesn't care if the man treats her like shit and calls her name? I was like, what a fucking terrible song. Yeah. Now let's bring in our hero yeah. to sweep her off her feet. No, did not like that one, but there were two titular hit singles. Two Howard the yes. Duck songs. I was fast forwarding through the credits because I was like, there's no way there's an end credits thing. And I was like, wait, are they playing a different Howard the Duck song? <laughs> they wait. were. Pogues, did you miss the end credits scene? <laughs> did I miss what? You oh. missed the end credits scene then because uh, Nick Fury comes out and talks to Howard and he's like, I'm trying to build a team. <laughs> <laughs> but since it was 80s, who played Nick Fury then? Because it couldn't have been Samuel L. Jackson. Um, it was. Uh, it was uh, Dolomite. Dolomite, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he's like, I'm putting together a team, and I need someone. Uh, I need someone to do advertising. I guess. Are you any good at it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to put up flyers. Could you help me with some ad copy? I need a master oh, of quack foo. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you guys think of Howard the Duck's voice? Is my question. Didn't care for it. <laughs> That's on the poster. To the point. Pretty nasally. Yeah, it's like in the comics. I, you know, you always picture him as being like. Um, the Sam Spade, like, sort of, um, is that Maltese Falcon kind yeah. of, like, voice? Because, you know, oh, like, yeah. the comic is making fun of noir comics. Yeah. Yes. And then you see this, and you, he just sounds like, I don't know, like a fourth grade teacher or something. Yeah, he it's sounds weird. Like a low-rent Steve Buscemi or something. Like, just. <laughs> Who is the guy that plays him? Um, there, there was a lot, there was someone. Looks like Ed Chip Gale. Zion, yeah, Ed Gale, yeah. maybe. Ed Gale, Chip, I think Ed yeah, Gale someone. was the pup, the guy that wore the suit. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, Chip Zion, I think, is, is, is the one who officially delivered the voice throughout the rest of and the And here's film. the crazy thing is, one of the people who's credited as playing Howard the Duck, I don't know what he did, uh, played Admiral Akbar. So, like, why couldn't he have just had Admiral Akbar's voice? Like, wouldn't that, <laughs> that have been, been That would have been, been awesome. That would have been amazing. It's a quack! That would have been <laughs> It's a quack! Oh, my God. Yes, slow clap there. Um... <clears throat> Man. Sorry, I just noticed that Chip Zion was uh, involved in a couple of the films, including United 93, which means he was definitely involved with two of our national tragedies. Here's a small list. <laughs> Jesus. Here's a small list of, because um, they, they, they got the uh, the voice actor after the movie was completed, and here's a couple people that they talked to and they auditioned to do oh, okay. to do Howard's voice, and they did not do it. Um, John Cusack, mm-hmm. Robin Williams, Ooh. and Ooh, Martin okay. Short. Ah, Martin Short yeah. would have been great. I actually, Martin, Martin Short. Short one, and I was like, "That's insane! Yeah. How yeah. much better would it have been?" They needed oh, someone I who could just improv because the duck's mouth doesn't move to anything he's saying. Yeah, right. Because a lot of the jokes, or even the lines in general, are pretty flat. There aren't a lot of hits. But if someone was just riffing a little bit, you probably would have found and some gold. What's crazy is, is like Howard has no emotion in his voice. Like even when something bad's going, he's like, "Oh no, guys!" Like that's it. Like he doesn't yeah. yell. He doesn't have like anything. I think it's, it's a more... real flat performance, is what I'm saying. I, I know real I'm, flat foot I, performance. I this is a controversial statement. Yeah, you're gonna get tore up in this episode, man. Yeah. yeah. 
Those Howie after Chip. Those Howie fans are gonna come mm-hmm. at you. Uh, uh, Michael. Um, as someone who frequently not only uh, uh consumes troublingly creative creatively troubled films um creatively troubled uh and and often will air them uh in public spaces when that thing was allowed when such a thing was allowed Mm -hmm. uh would this film meet the level of uh of watchability for one of those you know so bad it's good uh, uh movie sessions you think uh like it it meets that level of it's got a bit of a following or an air to it that people know about it and they know it's supposed to be bad so it's kind of like a cult kind of a thing personally i mean eh, like it's not as fun as you want it to be like i pro i don't know did you did you guys watch it together you and chris no no okay oh that's you said you watched it with your girlfriend see i I wonder sometimes in these movies because i'll watch them by myself and i think would i have enjoyed it more if i watched it with someone but i feel like even this it's just so long. It's tr- the thing that got me. Yeah. I've tried to watch this before. I actually have a pretty good memory of getting to the pretty much to the airplane scene and then falling asleep. You missed the best part. No, it's the worst part. It could have been it's fine so if they just if they cut it down long. by ten minutes. Guys, Tim Robbins falls back into some water a couple times. Yeah. Like his head gets all blah, 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 in the water. He's like gonna oh. strangle him. You're like you're it's really, fantastic. really he really fixes a fuel like line. Eight times a car almost hits them, like, mm-hmm. and it just keeps happening, and it's never interesting. It's so wanna, good. They should put the Blues Brothers chase music on it and see if it makes it any better. God, that would improve a lot of movies. I think. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> just the beginning of Star Wars. Yeah, I think anytime you can make your uh, your audience think of another better movie, it's probably yeah. <laughs> like Breeders of the Lost Stork. Is that what you mean? Breeders of the Lost Stork. Is that what it was called? Breeders of the of the Lost Stork sounds like a porno. <laughs> it does. One that I have Not downloaded. It's the I mean, it would be a porn parody, right? I don't know. Yes, Depends yeah. on what you find but funny. But it doesn't just seem like the duck version of Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> no, like, it's an extra it level. Raiders of the Lost Stork. Notable yeah. pervert Howard the Duck, though, probably does have pornography posters in his house. So that's probably what it is. Probably. Yeah. Also, uh, is it weird that like they keep showing pictures of his mom in the beginning and she looks like a super hippie, but then they're like, they wanted me to go to doctor school and become a plastic surgeon. That sounds like, about what? right, though. Because those... so weird. And then he was like, I didn't want to do that, so I went into advertising. It's like I have no sympathy for you. <laughs> like you traded yeah. one shitty job for another. Yeah, Chris. Um, if 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 Howard the Duck was an improv scene, uh, notably an Jesus. improv, you find a moment to cut at a decent punchline and move on to the next bit. Where would you have cut Howard the Duck? <laughs> Right after he flew to Earth. Uh. <laughs> right when he lands in the Cleveland alley in Cleveland, you're like, yeah. all right, clap our hands. Next prize. Next prize. <laughs> when they do that great bit where he keeps saying Cleveland is two words. That's Cleveland. Kind of yeah. No, it's called Earth. I think. Wait. Do you? Do you wait. Do you not know where you are anymore? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Does she like have? A, she like got? I don't know. What was she on? I. I don't understand any of the motivation of this character at all. <laughs> no one has motivation. Well, yeah, no one has. It. I think we can. I think we can probably put a put a pin in this with just a simple concept. I don't understand uh-huh. uh, as a response to Howard the Do Duck not. as a film in in total concept. Sarah, is there is there uh, anything that you want to uh, to plug to the listeners? Yes. Now that everything is terrible, the world is ending, and um, what Mad a fun Max... way to end a, podca- a podcast. 
and the Mad Max apocalypse is soon to be upon us, um, take advantage of having internet and electricity and download free books from your library. Right now, you can use any of many different apps. There's Access 360, Libby, slash Overdrive, Hoopla. Hoopla is especially great because you can download... There's no limit on the copies of whatever books are available there, but you can also get TV shows and stuff. So as long as your library has Hoopla available, you can use it. So get a fucking library card. Most libraries have thrown caution to the wind at this point and are like, please get a digital library card even if you've never had one before. So it's super easy. Go do that and wait for the world to end. That's all. Uh, and may I recommend uh, the novelization of Howard the Duck, which is a real thing. No, don't read it. Oh my God! Yes, someone read it. That's a book that us. should be burned. <laughs> Seth, do you have a plug at all? Or do you just want uh, people to leave you alone? I'll <laughs> follow. Survive. No, I'll. Um, I like. We need to end on something positive. So I would say, um, the U.S. Yes, Postal Service the two is of you. in trouble uh, right now. Any any so, final yeah. plugs? So if you if you, if you text um, USPS sure. to five zero four zero nine, this is so this is Michael Hayes speaking right now. Uh, I don't want to you don't want to get all mixed up. Have a but uh, yeah, I have a, a podcast called B Movie Mania that I co-host with some guys. We'll walk and we're, you through. Um, doing wild out, like, stuff with live, that it's been so really fun this season we got stuck on a plane uh, right before the outbreak and we got um, stuck yeah, in Tupelo Mississippi and yeah, a bunch of weird uh, stuff's been going on uh, we got a uh, pirate ship thing that happened Stamps. recently com, weird it? episodes <laughs> it's been very fun yeah Mike we're never going to get that station you gotta keep the post office in business uh, yeah, I'm still stuck in Tupelo. <laughs> you think that you and your girlfriend... Where, are, wherever you yeah. are narratively, I appreciate you, uh, <laughs> I appreciate yeah. you calling from that the location. Uh, if, it, if, if, you know, the quarantine's still going on, uh, we are also... I, I bought a domain and I've been streaming movies occasionally, not with any sort of specific schedule, but keep an eye out for the website fuckcovid.party. And uh, that's a real website that I've been streaming real movies on with a real fun chat room. It is real fun. Uh, I enjoyed Empire Records, I can confirm. Uh, Christopher, uh, podcast all star. I know, unfortunately, many of your shows that you would probably uh, <laughs> suggest people yeah. go see are not available to the public. Uh, are there any uh, plugs you want to jump in here anyway? Oh, I don't. Uh, I mean, when society resumes, uh, you can come see me and my team, Chicago Breakfast at IO. Um, we do not have any <laughs> shows right now. <laughs> I had like three shows get canceled in the last month. Um, so right now you're just plugging optimism. I'm right? plugging general <laughs> optimism that, um, that that needs to be plugged currently. Yeah. General optimism and just good vibes. Uh, I'll plug that. I'll, I'll plug petting dogs. Go pet a dog. No, don't yeah. pet a dog. You can't do that right go now. Get, go foster Holy a dog. Shit. Go foster a dog. Do and not pet it. there. That there, there go. you go. Yeah, go. I I, I yeah. Hey, go kiss everyone you see. <laughs> go kiss everyone on the mouth that you see, actually. I feel like this is what's going ca- to get our podcast off the air. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so, too. Let's turn it into a uh, conspiracy podcast. <laughs> well, Pokes, uh, I think we could finally stop talking about Howard the Duck, which for me, frankly, is a relief. Mm. I don't uh, think that we'll ever truly put Howard the Duck behind us. I don't. I don't think we ever with either. Our so life has wanna... forever changed. It was just before <laughs> Howard the Duck and after. You guys should watch it every uh, uh, once a year, every year. Nope, not doing that. <laughs> Funny bit. 
it could be a funny thing for me to pretend to say yes to that, but I'm not even going to jokingly say yes to that I, because I it would upset me too much. I won't even jokingly say we'll do it again at 200 <laughs> just because I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't want to no, set myself funny. up for failure in four years. And uh, as always, I'll sign off with my classic catchphrase. I said clam, not clan. <laughs>